0: Was looking forward to being important But I'm not important yet
1: Skip to the good
2: part. Welcome everyone to the Uppy and Stash podcast. I'm your host. Um Uppy, there is no stash. Stash is MIA. Just about everybody's MIA. But who is not MIA is Chitty. Chitty, how are you? This fine Friday evening.
1: Chitty is here. He's feeling fine. And um, it's a fucking fantastic Friday.
2: It is a fucking fantastic Friday. Uh also here. Um, not sure how much she'll be participating, but Mrs. Uppy's here. Mrs. Uppy, how's your Friday?
3: Um, it's great. It's great. <laughs> I'm not at work anymore, so <laughs>
2: <Right>. <laughs> but you can all feel that one. Um, before we get started on some wonderful conversation, what is everyone drinking tonight?
1: Uh, I am drinking something from a shocking brewery. That uh, never, hardly ever gets featured on this show. Um, that is called the the Roland Z-Hazy, um from Morgan Territory.
2: Do you think they were ripping off a dying breed with their Roland Zehays? <laughs> uh, I think they are. You know, I think I think they're trying to latch
1: themselves onto anything <laughs> they can. But um, yeah, the Roland Z-Hazy, you know. It's good. It's a uh, 7.5%, 52 IBUs, one piner, so, I mean, it's it's doable.
2: Nice, nice. Uh, I'm going, uh, this was a, more of a rough week at work. I'm not going to, like, pretend like it was terrible, per se, but, like, this week was a week where a lot of people came back to work, so mm-hmm. it completely changed the dynamic of how nicely July went. So I was digging deep into my beer fridge, and I found this Apocalypse Triple IPA that Beardo once gave me from Drake's. That comes in at twelve and a half percent. So um, I'm probably going to forget tonight and wonder what the hell happened when I wake up tomorrow. Yeah, um, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Uh, Mrs. Eppy, what do you you got? Something fun looking over there? I know you don't love it, but. What manner of fun-looking can do you have?
3: Uh, it's more fun than it tastes. Um, it's called Fruity Rebels Hard mm-hmm. Seltzer.
2: Fruity Rebels. Yeah, it very much went with the font of like Fruity Pebbles, but from what I've heard, uh, is it's very flat.
3: <laughs> and, but... Yeah, it tastes more sour than Hard Seltzer. Mm. So, yeah, I'm not sure about that
2: it sounds like there's going to be a truly in her future.
3: I'm mm. at a Trulys.
2: Um there's going to be some cali squeeze seltzer in her future here pretty
3: soon.
2: <laughs> uh, so, <clears throat> seems like it's been a minute since we've just done like a show, right? Like it's Did you did you say what you're drinking? Yeah, the Hopocalypse oh, triple word, the apocalypse.
1: Yeah. cuz it's been a a week, but it hasn't.
2: Right. <laughs> cuz it's been a week. Yeah. Um but you know we're you know we're here mid august um just say it we we've been hard at work all summer uh getting ready for beer week 2022 so there's been a lot of just doing beer shows like sometimes twice a night to be honest with the audience but we're here we're just showing up like it's a normal friday we're just doing one show tonight uh, topic at hand, you know, this, whatever's going on in the world. Um, so here, I, I found this very interesting thing. It's a very small thing, um, but we should bring some attention to it. And apparently, we have a former president of the United States <laughs> who had an FBI raid, and turns out today that one of the things that they were going after is espionage.
1: Interesting. So, was that the? Did they release the 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 warrant?
2: Ah, uh, yeah so from my understanding today the warrant got released I, I i had heard that trump lawyered up and tried getting it blocked but <clears throat> apparently they were unsuccessful uh, but i have not seen it but i heard it got released today and that's i think that's how we f- came to find out that um espionage was one of the things that they were going for
1: Okay, so I'm trying to I'm trying to find a uh, a reputable source here. Um, you know, the first thing that came up was Politico. Uh, yeah,
3: I saw the documents on NPR.
1: Yeah, oh. read the full
2: Trent Mar-a-Lago search warrant on NPR. How long is it? I have not. I have no Is it?
3: I mean, it's it's very very someone who doesn't really know how to read.
2: Hmm.
3: You know the the, the verbiage hmm. or whatever. I don't know. I mean, I skimmed it, and I take other people's opinion on it more because you know, it says, you know, classified and mm-hmm. um, certain so times, which It does not have
1: the signed...
3: Detrimental to our national security is some of the stuff that he had, I guess. Right.
1: So, yeah, it, it does not say that he. It, it. they did not release the signed affidavit, which I was listening to someone else yesterday, I guess, is what, like, that would have more of like it would it would release a lot of like the the specifics of what they took including mm-hmm. like the receipts of the boxes like how many boxes they took all that kind of stuff but um
3: i saw the oh wait so it
1: does say the pro- property receipt listings but it does not include the affidavit
3: it says, like so many boxes of this type of stuff, and this boxes of this, and some documents. They took. Um, they found the document for um, Roger Stone's, um, not pardon, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, i to find that again. The
1: place, the residence that they searched, um, is described as a mansion with approximately 58 bedrooms, 33 bathrooms on a 17-acre
3: estate.
2: (laughs) I think one of the best parts, you know, because this comes at interesting times. I think, correct me if I'm wrong, Mrs. Eppie, earlier this week, I sent you a very lengthy article about Trump and his battles with his generals over his presidency. Yeah. Which was a really long read, but it's fascinating. But one thing we have learned about Trump since his presidency, is how big he is on loyalty and, you know, things like that nature. There's got to be a rat somewhere inside Mar-a-Lago. Like, imagine if all those things... Like, on top of having all this going on, because we know to some degree, to something, just he's a fucking crook. Like, he's guilty of something at some point all the time. But... The deal with all that and the natural embarrassment of it, but then also having to know that there's someone on the inside who gave this up, like the information had to come from somewhere.
3: Well, that's the thing is a lot of the majority of the information is coming from fellow Republicans, you know, Mm. people that are, you know, somewhat in his circle are the ones that are speaking and, you know, it's.
2: But for them to know where in the house it was, like it came from someone inside Mar-a-Lago to have some sort of idea of search this room, you know, like.
3: Well, I mean, they they, they searched the room titled like 45 office, you know. That's hmm. you know, what he considers his, you know.
2: The winter White House. house.
3: <laughs> presidential yeah. office. And he's <laughs> such an idiot, but.
1: Oh.
3: And the safe.
1: Yeah, it does. Said. It does say that they that he did have one, two, three, three boxes that said miscellaneous. Oh wait, no, two boxes that said uh, was labeled top secret documents. One that's was labeled miscellaneous secret documents. Another one that said miscellaneous confidential documents.
2: I mean, what kind of fucking moron a signs a law that makes a Punishment stricter for taking documents, then takes documents and is even dumber to label said document boxes top secret documents. (laughs) Like the level of stupid on every aspect of this is just mind-blowing. Because he's gonna get cooked, and it's all he's doing is his the FBI director he appointed, like it was he's gonna get busted by a law that he made stricter. And on top of it, someone labeled a box top secret. Like, it's just nuts how completely asinine and, and stupid this all is. And then there's
1: other boxes labeled TS slash SCI documents. It stands for top secret and sensitive compartmented information.
3: Yeah, from what I read, those ones, those have to be, like, viewed in, like, a secure location and then, like, locked back away. Kind of, that's the the, the <laughs> level of secrecy those documents are supposed to have. But it, it's weird. Here. There's also a document, Info Regarding President of France.
1: Oh, so you'd have to have security clearance information. Yeah, yeah, I saw that too. <laughs> France specifically.
3: That's just weird.
1: You know, he's happy about that. Uh, that uh, what, uh, what's his name?
3: Is
2: Macron.
1: Macron. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it, it's interesting. Um You know, we have we have just uh, just one thing after another. You know, you would think that the, at some point this stuff was going to stop. But. I just. It could be the gift that keeps on giving, right?
2: I feel like it is, but I still have the same general worry that I have always had. Where before all this, we know that he has done stupid shit that should disqualify him from public office. Like, legitimately, he should be in jail. Mm-hmm. I still have this overwhelming fear that somehow he's still going to escape by and nothing's bad going to happen to him. Then it's just setting the precedent that. You literally can get away with fucking anything. Yeah.
3: As long as you deny it.
2: So if we all turn into Shaggy, we're okay?
3: I guess so, yeah. (laughs) I mean, I feel like that's what we all should just start doing. It's just denying everything. (laughs) And you can't prove it with me. Fight everything, deny everything, and say, well, you know. He did it, we can too.
2: So, let me pose a different question slash argument <clears throat> let's say something of substance actually happens with this and some sort of justice probably not the justice we all think he deserves but something let's say he does end up serving some prison time or gets disqualified from running for public office we're in 20 like we're coming up like obviously if that were the case it's going to be passing midterms that we have coming up what does that do for the Republican Party heading into the 2024 presidential election?
3: They're just going to throw their weight behind DeSantis. DeSantis
1: yeah, I, I it'll be tough because, you know, DeSantis has been, you know, a, a, you know he's an ardent supporter of Trump and that mentality, but also, you know, he's trying to carve out his own way. I think they've been preparing for that. Well, and the I,
3: problem is, I, is he's smarter than Trump, though, too. Yeah. So well, we he could are. do a lot more damage than Trump. mm mm-hmm.
1: The but I, but is- I think what will, I think what will, what will, if that if he if he did get put into in serving some some sort of prison time, or ser- or be disbarred, I think, I don't think anything would happen if he was just like uh, the result of this was like not being able to serve, you know, serve in public office again. Um, I don't think much would come from that as like an after effect. But I mean, if he did serve some time, I think that would, that would definitely throw a wrench in a lot of the, the lower level races where people staunchly are trying to gain support from getting, from have winning his endorsement. Mm -hmm. I think that will create some problems for those local and smaller representative races that may have some ripple effects, but, Mm -hmm. um, I don't know what. I don't think the nation knows what happens next because we we didn't get to really see that with Nixon. It was just like the nation was like, okay, you know, he resigned. It's like that was enough. We're 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 cool with like, what you know? They they handled it afterwards, and I think didn't um, didn't Johnson like pardon him? He got pardoned, which I think. Yeah. So I mean, I don't. I don't. I wouldn't see. I don't think that the that Biden would would grant him a pardon. Um, so it, you know, if, if stuff started did coming down the pike, mm-hmm. I, I don't think anybody knows what would happen next because we haven't seen that.
2: Yet. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, whatever is about to happen is something we no one in the history of our country has seen. And so I felt like you and Mister. You're pretty uniform, and it seems like. DeSantis would be probably the most logical GOP candidate heading into 2024. And I always be kind of excited because I, I really don't see him doing well outside of the typical Republican strongholds. But my fear is I don't know that Biden's a good enough candidate to run again. You know, there's a lot of things working against Biden that aren't his fault per se. But I don't feel like if he came if he came down to his Biden versus DeSantis going into twenty twenty four, I would still be a little bit less confident.
1: I do think I do think that like Biden has a real opportunity to buy his votes, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to student loan debt. I think if he was very very authoritative with student loan debt and canceling it, I think he would almost assuredly win a, a Democratic victory for the next cycle. I don't think it would. Not necessarily maybe him, but like, I think even if he, he did run and he did that, I think he would get, get himself pretty close without, you know, just, just you know, you want to look at it in, in terms of buying votes, you know, I would, I personally, you know, I would look at it as like, you know, I would would benefit a lot from that. Um, but aside from that, you know, I don't see any like sweeping measures that, you know, is going to happen. Anytime soon, unless for some reason the Democrats flip a lot of seats, which we're not projecting for. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I, I, I kind of agree with you there, but I think if that's the case, I think they probably, we'll probably see a different, I think he'll endorse somebody else. And whether no, that be Kamla or whether that be somebody else with the party sure. I know, but
2: I don't know that you could do Kamla, like and nothing against her, like unlike Stash, and he's not here to defend himself. I was a pretty huge supporter of hers. You know, I know Stash uh specifically had the fuck the police stance with that. But <laughs> um I, I think and it's something against her, like I would love to see her have an opportunity, but I feel like she would have some of that Biden stench on her. Um, which isn't necessarily her fault, but that might be a part of it. Oh, hey, we have a uh, we have a uh, guest that
1: is joining us from afar. Uh, we have
2: a beard uh, to catch you up, beard, um, beardo. Uh, we're we're kind of been talking through, you know, the fact that you know Trump uh, got raided by the FBI. Oh, I fucking uh, love that so much. It- our, our current, the the current things we're trying to work we're trying to work through is from the Democratic side. It's almost encouraging to think that DeSantis would be the uh, the candidate for the GOP in twenty twenty four. But what would the Democratic side want to do? Because I don't know that. I, I think we kind of agree that Biden's looking a little weak for reelection. So what would the Democrats do to try to ensure that they win over, say, a DeSantis? Hey, can we have Stacey Abrams? I would love a Stacey Abrams. That'd that be would be amazing. fantastic. I think she would win. Talk about, like, an amazing organizer, that woman. She, she is something else. Like, she is... Well, and motivating and positive yeah. and just... Yeah, just seems to
0: be the whole package. Just a great person. hmm
1: But I I think where where I was saying, Beardo, before you hopped on was, you know, it's like, I think the only thing that, like, Biden would, in in my opinion, like, could do that's so far reaching to maybe buy some votes is to give some sort of massive student loan forgiveness across the board. I think that would be the last ditch effort to kind of, like, ensure uh, a a good chance that he would have in uh, you know having an opportunity for reelection, but outside of that i don't I, don't have to. I mean
0: I don't know like i I know that the polls are down, <laughs> but I also think that we're just kind of stressing too much about it, like I don't think he's as weak as we all feel
2: I mean. To their credit, they I mean, granted, I know the very minimal of, like, the AP alert that I got, (laughs) but they did actually get some key legislation passed this week. Like, it came down to the tie-breaking vote, but they actually, despite the obstructionism from the GOP, they got something major done, finally. It's true. Yeah. Again, I don't know what's in the bill, but I just know it was finally major. It was something of some, uh, I think, taxing the billionaires was partially in there. Um, but I don't know what else. Yeah, now maybe a small part of it.
3: It's being able to negotiate Medicare prescriptions. Um, there's um,
0: I mean, do old people uh, even care? Like, do they even, like, wouldn't they rather have Trump back than have, like, affordable care in feels dude?
2: Well, it's kind of weird. Like, I I don't like to use my dad all the time because my dad, like, kind of he he, I wouldn't say he's a fence sitter. He's a fence jumper jumper. Like, he 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 won't just sit on the fence, but like, he'll like he'll jump back and forth. He was very much, hey, anti socialized medicine, anything. But he was the guy who, like, for the last, my my mom, she's turning. Uh, what age is Medicare? 65. She's probably turning 67 next, uh, like actually next week, to be honest with you. Those last year or two before she hit Medicare age, my dad was like talking nonstop about, I can't wait for mom to get free health care.
0: Yeah, it's very easy to be against something until yeah. it affects you positively. And then mm-hmm. it's like, oh, yeah, I fucking love that. That's, that's awesome All right. stuff. Well, yeah, it's awesome now because you get to use it when no one else got, when you didn't get to use it, you didn't want anyone else to have it, because you're right. an asshole.
3: But he's also the guy that uh, says that people, he doesn't believe minimum wage should be raised, despite the fact that his wife worked the same job for how many years, making only minimum wage. So he was basically advocating that his wife didn't deserve better.
2: Because it, it was an insult to him. Well, because he had His wife still. is a woman, so she doesn't deserve <laughs> better anyways. So there's that. I mean, I will say that, like, I will give this much information. My mom gave, I think, 22 years to Kmart. Like, she was there for... Fuck, 1996 until they fucking closed down where she worked at. I was appalled to learn that at the time she left, she literally was making minimum wage, which at the time was $12 an hour. (laughs) After 22 years. Like, wouldn't you want the person that you are married to, that you love, to have an opportunity to have, like, some dignity, like, for their public service? Like, especially knowing the shit that service workers go through, like... But no, it's too much of an insult to him, the electrician, that someone who uh, works one of those jobs makes more money, that gets pumped into the economy. Like it is just baffling. I digress, or digress, I do. I should say.
1: Yeah. So you know, I I I I, I thought that was funny what you said there, Beardo. Though it's like I, I think about my grandma, and you know, regardless of whatever kind of policy has ever gone on life the last like 15, 16 years. It's uh, the same rhetoric has been the same, especially for old people too. It's like Obama put in a lot of stuff, you know, I could go talk to my grandma. She'd be like, you know, her tone might be like, if it affects her a little bit, she might be like, yeah, you know, that was okay. But man, uh, Chitty, can you really understand the nation the state of our nation and what's gonna happen if we get four more years. Yeah, it'll be
0: fucking awesome.
1: The same rhetoric. It will be the same rhetoric. Regardless of what happens. Because of the fear of what is going to happen next. And that fear of what is gonna happen next, you know, could never be as um, you know, mar lago could never be as bad as four more years with Kamala. Kamala <laughs> I hate that that's a fucking thought somewhere.
0: <laughs> I would happily have eight years of Kamala. Ten years. Could have up to ten? Still, Good, can. But Still can. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> we don't want ten years because then that means that would have to happen to... Uh, Uncle Joe,
3: mm.
0: we want Just him to serve like his term. We'd love for him to
1: have a second term. Then, Kamala gives her eight years. That's my okay. preference. Let's do that. But yeah, so we were we were unearthing <laughs> uh, also, Beardo that uh, in the uh, there there was some receipts on the warrant, and the receipts did state top secret documents, documents that required security clearance. Um, something about the president of France. Really, mm-hmm. president of France. Just him, though,
2: or them. <laughs> they, they. Well, we, Before going exactly. further, before going for the beard, out. What are you drinking?
0: So oh, I'm drinking Zulu Haze by Moonraker Brewing. Mm-hmm. It's very. To me, it tastes very similar to uh, the Maui Waui from Ultima. It's kind of got the same profile. Um, it's lovely. That's, that's we, do, we do also
1: have some investigation to do, Beardo. Um, mm-hmm. Uppy is of the opinion that the beer for this uh, upcoming beer week special, um, mm-hmm. you still have, Is that it, it, for me, is that, is that a thing? I don't think so. I think you came and got it. But let me go check my beer fridge.
2: Well, if he's drinking a Malibu beer, uh, I'm going back in my notes. That was a highly ranked beer, so he is having a good evening. That's for sure. Good evening. Yeah. (laughs) Because I told told him, Beardo, that I
1: came a couple weeks ago, and he said he gave it to you like a week and a half ago.
2: No, like last week, I think. Like
1: last week. I I think... but I had I had three of the four of those beers in my fridge, and I know I drank them.
2: Well, then I gave you three of the four again. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but that that I tell you that uh, that lager did not look familiar. I, want I do not,
0: but I do have extras of two of the four. Oh,
1: okay, I'll, well, take one two, extra I'll take two because I'll I got extras from Uppy. I'll take I'll take. I'll take whatever you have extra when we swap for the uh, for the uh, that one Drake's beer that I got for you.
0: Okay. Yeah. sounds
1: good. It is pretty good. It's been sitting in my fridge, and I'm really upset I haven't drank it yet. But I did promise it to you, so I'm I'd be very upset if you promised something to me and then took it away.
2: Did but you, I, I have to I have to ask quickly though, Beardo, my memory. Wasn't it like last Thursday you came by after work? I swear uh, it was last week.
0: Yeah, dude, this has been the longest week ever. I have no idea. I believe it. I I'm
2: believe you. I'm pretty, pretty
1: sure.
0: Yeah. I'm pretty sure that this week has been the longest month of my life. Yeah, <laughs> I hear you. I'm looking forward to hearing hearing about it. I mean, it wasn't a bad week. It actually was really, really, really smooth. It was good. It's just I probably worked 80 hours this week. Hmm. 80 hours? Jeez. Yeah, probably. Pretty close to it. That's crazy. I, mean, I believe it. Whatever. It wasn't a bad week. It was a good week for sure. <laughs> it was just long. Long. Yeah. 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 Uh,
2: <clears throat> so, how about them Niners, huh? Um <laughs> That's a massive change. I only ask because we actually kind of like have the preseason game. Yeah, it's kind of nice to have football back on TV. Um, I'm
0: going to be 100% honest. I don't know anything about sports right now. Not a thing. Yeah. I don't know how A's are doing. I don't know what the 49ers have done this offseason. I don't know if their schedule is be- like. I don't know what their
2: uniforms even look like. Beard I am not even little- sure if
0: they're still playing in Santa Clara, to be honest. Beardo,
2: let's be honest. <laughs> you know how the A's are doing.
0: Yes, I can assume how they're doing, and I'm probably right, but I don't know for a fact. Um, (laughs) I just, you know, and you know, Uppy, I know you know what a huge Alabama fan I am. Mm -hmm. And I told my wife, the whole time we've been married, probably as long as I've known her, that if I have not gone to... An Alabama football game, by the time I turn 40, I'm going to the Iron Bowl for my 40th birthday. Which always happens about three weeks after my birthday. Gotcha. Well, I turned 40 and the world was covid Yeah. So this year, I was going to go to the Alabama football game in Tuscaloosa against Auburn. And my wife said, fine, do it. I'm not even going to pay attention to cost. And I chose not to just because I'm not feeling it right now. I am so not into sports right now. I don't even know what's wrong with me. I love sports. And I'm just not into it right now. Wow. Yeah. He yeah,
2: froze. <laughs> he froze and he came back with this. <laughs> uh, well, that's just crazy. So Right. September beard or August beardo is so out of it that he, he has predetermined that November beardo won't give a shit, yeah, but I am gonna go in two years. I'm pretty sure I'll be
0: over what I'm over or having right now, and
2: hmm. I'll go huh two years well, I now. mean that's a, i mean it's an interesting for- perspective like and and like I value the fact that you brought that up and we're able to talk about it. <laughs> Because like <clears throat> the rest, because as we sit here on this Friday night, mid-August, um, I'm going to Penn State next month, uh, later in September against you know Central Michigan. Like not even like this huge marquee game or anything. But I have so much shit I got to get done. Like in August, like I can't look beyond like what I'm doing Monday. But there's a part of me where that Penn State game sitting there as like a reward, like a little bit of a nugget, like just survive, will be you'll get there. You'll like you'll have your day and then you can come back, jump right into like political season. <laughs> but but no, I get it. It, it. You know, like you know, we all have pretty demanding careers. Your yours is one, probably right up there. Uh, I do not have an eighty hour work week. uh. <laughs> I mean, I think we all understand how work, especially, can just take over our lives and maybe mm-hmm. take some of that side stuff out of it.
1: Yeah. I'm just over here wondering what's going to happen for 30th birthday.
0: <laughs> um, well,
2: you're going to feel older. Mm. You're going to be like, oh, shit, I'm not young anymore. I'm, I think he's going to use it as an excuse to be who he already is, not someone who doesn't get out. Right. lame motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't judge too hard. He went to drinks with me. Yeah. So <laughs> 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 uh,
1: I did. I was concerned there for a second when I froze. Um, I was concerned because my computer shut off. And earlier um in the podcast I didn't make a big deal about it, but I did spill half this beer on the computer. So um I huh? uh, was concerned that it the computer didn't um survive, but Sorry. it's back. So right.
2: Well, I, I did see you like randomly start cleaning your coffee table. So I'm like, well, why is you choosing now to clean the motherfucker? But it makes sense because you committed a, a huge party foul. I, um, Are you, know, you drinking Morgan Territory? He is. I, Dumping
0: yeah. it all over your computer is the best use of that. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? Dumping it I all over them. your
1: computer is the best use of that beer. This is true, but the, the beer is actually not bad. It's Zahazy. Hazy. Um, and it's not a bad, It's it's better than most of their beers. But
0: not a high
2: bar again. Um,
1: you know, hopefully I feel nobody like saying the shit I took this
0: afternoon smelled better than the shit I took this morning. <laughs>
1: All I'm saying is, hopefully nobody from the uh, from from my employer listens to these podcasts, which I doubt they do. But um, yeah, no, I com- share it with them. The compute the computer was definitely a district device. <laughs> oh, no, there's
2: just some it just stopped working this weekend. It's it- weird. <laughs> Maybe buy better equipment. And watch that shit.
1: <laughs> Pretty sure you divide anyways this year. So <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, Beardo, since you jumped on late, mm. I want to give you an opportunity to give us a random ass topic we can talk about for a few minutes before we close it out tonight. Mm. Random ass topic.
3: Yeah.
1: Um okay. Your garage looks pretty clean too, Beardo. Just gonna throw that out there.
2: I see some power equipment. Is that like a pressure washer behind you or yeah, it's a power
0: washer. Nice. And
2: and an air compressor.
0: Sweet. And this right here, where's it that right there? That toolbox? That's not a toolbox. That's my grill box. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so And bringing up my grill box, I love that thing. It's like the best thing I've ever gotten. I got it as a Father's Day gift one year. And it's different seasonings, it's um, temperature probes, it's anything Mm -hmm. you'd need for a lovely grilling time. Uh, What's your favorite gift you've been given? This is mine, by far, not even close. And while you guys are thinking, I'm going to give you another one. My wife got me this. It was her idea, completely her idea. But one year, she got me all of these board games for Christmas. And I just, I just wasn't excited. And my wife's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, I hate board games. She's like, oh, okay. So all of her Christmas – and this is when we were young and poor – All of the Christmas presents she got me were board games, and I just don't like board games. So, best gift, that worst gift,
1: (laughs) board games. I mean, I I have one, uh, you know, it's something that uh, nobody else uh, would dare be able to have uh, set their eyes on, but um, I think it was. For our first anniversary, my wife secretly put together a uh, photo album full of um, pictures um, that were uh, labeled "my eyes only." So, um, yeah, that was a, that was a good one. That was a good gift. It sounds like it was lovely. Yes, it was quite lovely. <laughs>
2: I feel hey. like I feel like I have a one a and a one b is that allowed sure so, it's your show you can do whatever you want right damn straight my name's on it um i I love when you point that out it's your show' be uh, <laughs> um I think one a is uh my first like true Father's Day gift um I'm not a very mechanically inclined person either. And that's going to play into part of this. Is uh little Uppy was born two weeks before Father's Day. Um so we very much had a newborn <laughs> when Father's Day came around that year, and then that year uh Mrs. Uppy splurged on a new grill for me. And uh that grill has since been retired. Um we have a much better one now. Um <laughs> <laughs> Which would be maybe the one C to the one A, <laughs> um, but I don't know. Just the moment, right? The, the moment of the fact that I'm not good at putting things together. I actually put this damn thing together as Mrs. Uppy was with Little Huppy um, in the living room, and you know, just you know, having my baby girl there, you know, that was pretty awesome. But I think the one B, and this is going to the way back machine, um. Or oh, the Wayback Machine. The Wayback Machine. Maybe one chitty was still in diapers. I don't know. Probably. Um, <laughs> so like 15 was, minutes ago. It, it was another gift from Mrs. Uppy. Um, our first Valentine's Day together, we had only been dating like a couple months. And um, I was very much still active in doing bowling leagues at the time. Um, I think I probably did about a decade straight of doing bowling leagues. And uh, there was a bowling ball I really, really wanted – But it wasn't something that they were making anymore. And, like, call her crazy. Mrs. Eppie went to, like, page five of Google. um, And found the bowling ball, like, being sold by, like, a bowling shop in, like, fucking Wisconsin or some shit. And bought it for me. So, the fact that she went through that much effort for me for a fucking bowling ball um, still sits... High in my heart, you know, as far as positive memories are concerned, you still use that bowling ball whenever I go bowling every time. Nice,
3: smells like blueberry, and it
2: still smells like blueberry pie. Yep, yeah, because it it was a so for the non bowlers who might still be listening to the podcast, uh, it's a Storm branded bowling ball, and I'm not sure if they still do, but at the time, Storm was actually scenting their bowling balls and so this one is like a the name i guess the model of the bowling ball was tropical storm and it's blue and white like kind of swirl marbly kind of thing and it was like blueberry pie scented oh. and it still has the scent like almost 12 years later okay. no that's cool almost bowled a 300 with it i bowled a 276 with it almost got a 300 but if you're any kind of real man, you would have gotten that three hundred. <laughs> <laughs> would have. I will say this: it was the only because I have I have actually bowled two seventy six twice, but I got that score two different ways. The second time that, with this bowling ball that I was just talking about was the one and only time in my life I made it to the tenth frame with all strikes. And I'll be damned if I wasn't shaking like I was in the middle of the Loma Prieta earthquake in nineteen eighty. <laughs> I swear to you, I hit my damn board. Despite all the nerves, I hit my damn board, and I left the 10-pin. And it's always the 10-pin, but yeah. Yeah. A real man would have gotten to the 300 and gotten his damn ring. I don't have one. It it rubs me the wrong way every time we have dinner with uh, Mrs. Eppie's aunt and uncle from uh, Canada because her uncle was a professional bowler, and he has the 300 ring. Okay. So I don't like to talk about it because I'm embarrassed. (laughs) Right. Hey, I think I bowled a 186 once. Nice.
0: Yeah. I was very happy. I did pretty I good. Might have gotten two strikes in a row. Maybe. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, let, let me let, let me share something with the audience real quick. Back in the day, Beardo and Uppy were in college together. <laughs> yeah. Beardo and Uppy had one class together. He had one class was for our P.E. credits and we took bowling. So we actually got one P.E. credit in college to take bowling. Then Beardo actually kept taking role classes and I just kept taking. (laughs) 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 Hey, it was cheaper than joining the
1: league. Yes. Yes. That sound, uh, sound advice right there.
0: Yeah, and how often can you get your PE credits and drink beer and eat pizza at the same time? Like that's generally not a thing.
2: Not generally a thing. No.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, even in high school, when we were in
2: band and getting PE credits for that, we weren't drinking beer and eating pizza. Maybe eating pizza, but not. Not no, while we were earning no, our credits. So. I mean, I lie though. We were eating tri-tip sandwiches because Oakdale, but
0: yeah.
2: Uh, but, yeah, not drinking beer, though. <laughs> and we are joined again by our fourth chitty. <laughs> is... You know, I
1: I, I just uh, like to be in two places at one time. Right.
2: <laughs> so, all right. Well, any final thoughts from anybody about anything we talked about or anything we didn't talk about?
1: Uh, I just have one, one last thought to uh, sign us off. Yes. Uh, defund the FBI. A thing now? <laughs> That's the thing. Sorry, I couldn't say that with a straight face. <laughs>
2: <laughs> After all those years of back to blue, we're now into defunding the FBI. Uh, so, all right, well, thank you to the audience. Uh, thank you, Chitty, Beardo, and Mrs. Eppie, for being here this Friday evening. And then everyone tuning in, we hope you have a great weekend, a great next year great right next week whenever you're listening to this and until then we wish you a good afternoon good evening and happy tomorrow you were caught in a lie said it with your eyes said to all my homies that you weren't even mine you didn't think twice got a heart made of ice and that shit hit me to me dirty i never asked why and i never did cry i never told another how i felt inside my demons don't hide when i'm dreaming
3: at night and i